Sorry, what? It was the app. The app update. updated and something went wrong. <clears throat> I um was I managed to get a older version and install it and it works fine. So, but the problem is, is a long time ago Skype removed the ability to stop it from auto updating. So like. Next time I start up the program again, it's just going to update itself and probably ruin everything. So, I don't know. But this does um, provide a good example of concentrating on the wrong problem. I was concentrating on the problem of Skype not working instead of, you know, us not being able to talk to each other. If I would have thought about that, I could we could have just went over to, like, Discord or something, you know. Or Google Hangouts or whatever the meetings or whatever they call it. One of those, you know, other voice programs. I don't do any of that. But uh, I was focusing on the wrong problem. So, there you go. Welcome to week 885 of the Crankcast. Boo! Boo! So, uh, how you doing? How was the dentist? That's fine. They glued my tooth back in. What? Yeah. The crown keeps falling out. Oh. Well, heck, man. Julie could have done that with some super glue. She wasn't home yesterday. (laughs) Oh, okay. Is your crown covering a root canal or something? No. I'm not really clear on what a crown is. I don't have any. It's a uh, it's a fake tooth on top of your real tooth. Oh. Everybody needs a fake tooth on top of their real tooth. Yep. Okay then. Um, since last we spoke, and I found out about those Killjoy movies. <laughs> yeah. I watched like five of them. Okay. I think there's two more. Yeah, there's a lot of them. But they um they weren't available for free on Amazon, so I I, I wasn't going to pay for them after watching these first five. Oh, they're not excellent. <laughs> wow. Where to start? Um, I, from a technical standpoint, they do get better as they go along. Mm-hmm. But it's really like the first movie is really rough. Just the direction, the acting, the story, or whatever. And Killjoy is basically like if if Pumpkinhead had Freddy's sense of humor. Okay. Kind of. Um, because he's like a revenge demon thing, or he's summoned by revenge, like Pumpkinhead. Mm, okay. <clears throat> but he winds up turning on the user always, or the summoner. Yeah, Pumpkinhead does that. Um, but he, he cracks jokes like Freddy would. Okay. So. Is he a clown? Um, I'm okay. So he's like a, a really old demon that has got different names, and I guess it's taken different forms. But for our all our intents and purposes, yes, he's a clown. He's a clown. Yes, he's a clown. No, <laughs> Killjoy is. Killjoy. Um, he wasn't here. No. Oh, what? Nothing. Okay. Um, so in, in the first movie, 
This is a, okay. So here's another really weird thing about these movies. When the first movie is completely POC cast. I'm trying to think. I, oh, I, really? Yeah. Like there, there aren't any non-POC actors in it. Even Killjoy himself. Um, Interesting. And. Uh, I might be getting my terms mixed up. Does POC include, like, Latin American? Sure. Okay. Um, so, yeah, because Killjoy is, like, he's a Spanish actor, like, done a bunch of other stuff in Mexico, I think. Okay. Or Mexican actor, I guess. Sorry. Hispanic. Um, so, yeah. In the first one, and it, it's a pretty straightforward movie. It's not terrible. I mean, it's not good, but it's not, like, terrible, terrible. Uh, it's just really rough, like I said, and the effects are the effects are awful. <laughs> it's like somebody bought a blood splatter package for like really primitive computer graphics. Um, and then in the second one, it's still mostly POC cast. Mm-hmm. And then I guess they figured it wasn't making enough money that way, so by the third one, it's not anymore. Um. And in the second one is when they switched uh, Killjoy actors. They switched over to Trent Hag. Trent? Why did you say it? Because he's got two A's. Actually, they make a joke about that in there. Um, Later on in, like, the fifth one. But, uh, so, yeah, they switched over to Trent... Is it Haga or Haga? I think he says Haga himself. I don't know. I can't remember what, how he said it. But anyway, yeah. So he's Killjoy in that, and he, he was also like a lime producer for the second one. Okay. And um, so that one's more like one of those, like, um, like ticks, where it's a, it's a bunch of miscreants on a bus, like, being led out to the country for some, I don't know, bonding exercises or whatever. And then they get stuck and somebody summons Killjoy. It's not really clear why Killjoy got summoned in the second movie because there wasn't anybody needing revenge. <laughs> like, somebody just decided to summon him for some reason. Okay. Um, but, you know, in the second one it was still mostly POC. And then in the third one it turns into kind of a straightforward slasher? I guess. Kind of. Okay. Um, and it gets funnier on the third. I think the third one was the first one that was actually intended to be funny. Or at least partially funny. They um, weren't meant to be funny. I don't think the first two were. No, I mean they were. They had jokes in them, but like I said, they were more like Nightmare on Elm Street movies, where the the humor is all like one sided from Freddy's point of view. But like the audience doesn't necessarily think they're supposed to be funny or whatever, or isn't supposed mm-hmm. to. But you do anyway, but just because of the quality of it. Um, I think it's the third one is where they they started actually making it funny. Because they introduce new, like Hellraiser, <laughs> they introduce new companions for Killjoy. Killjoy's posse, I guess. He has a posse? He has a posse. And they're all clown-based as well. Really? Oh, and to get back to the clown question, I think the reason he's a clown in this ar- incarnation is because the person who summoned him in the first movie was using... Like, he was trying to get revenge on bullies. And he was using a this weird clown doll as a focus for the spell or whatever. So I guess that's why he took the clown form. Interesting. So, yeah, in the third movie, he gets a posse. He gets a hobo clown. Uh, okay. A kind of um, 
Harlequin psycho lady clown. Okay. And uh, a mime clown. Okay. Well, and a mime clown who's a conjoined twin, like a, like a, oh, a Schwarzenegger movie, um, Total Recall. There's a quadro. Yeah, except it, this one's in his side, and it's connected by a really long umbilical cord, so it can go out and grab things and stuff. Oh, so they're they just basically tied together, and they're not really. But they are joined, like the umbilical cord, and then there's like a big gap. Like he he retreats back into the body when he's not. Oh, weird. In use, you know? When he's not in use. Um, so, yeah, so he gains his posse. Then in the fourth one, the fourth one's just straight up, it's funny. Like, uh, he, he gets... Like, are they funny? Um, it's here and there, yeah. I mean, they're not terrible, you know? And some of the jokes land. Are they evil bong level... Uh, funny you should mention that, because they share a lot of the same cast. Well, yeah, they're made by the same company. Right. But, um, I, don't, I mean, probably on par with, like, Evil Bong. I, I can't remember those movies very well. I think I only watched the first one. And, honestly, I'm not sure you need to watch more than the first one. Does David Dakota make any of them? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think so. No, I don't think he did. I don't think he did. Um, so in the fifth one, he gets summoned to hell to be put on trial because he failed to bring the soul of the person in the third movie that escaped him. Okay. And so they go through all this stuff like a, this just goofy trial essentially. And uh, then in, in they escape from that finally. <laughs> and that leads into the fifth movie where he's got a TV show called Psycho Circus. Whoa, that's so, some, uh, how is Gene Simmons not suing him? Not sure. Um, so, like, they're in our world, our real world now, trying to kind of assimilate, but they're still evil clown demons. And um, and that's where the, the Trent Haga joke comes in, because they actually have Trent Haga on the show while he's also playing Killjoy. Okay. Because in the real world, they've made these Killjoy movies about Killjoy. <laughs> if that makes any sense. So, um, eventually the so the, the prosecutor from the previous movie is then sentenced to a trial because he let Killjoy escape. <laughs> but he gets a second chance to come after Killjoy in a giant spaceship, hmm. and he destroys Paris at some point. Whoa! And the mind talks now. You can't stop him. He's trying a new thing. And also, the conjoined twins mysteriously disappeared after having been sliced off and then turned into a cyborg robot. Hmm. It's complicated. I feel like I need to watch this now. So, eventually, during the fifth movie, the, the studio becomes another spaceship, and they go and fly off the planet and do battle with the other spaceship? I can't what? Yeah. This is actually a disturbing amount of continuity. Um, and can I spoil the ending? Do you mind? I guess. I mean, because the ending... Well, no, I, if you're going to watch them, I'll let you, I'll let you just watch it. Because the ending... The ending has a, a weird thing to it. <laughs> of the fifth movie. 
So, and I, honestly, the fifth one's probably the funniest of them all, just because of the the ridiculousness of them interacting with the real world. Um. So yeah, and I and again I didn't watch any of the other ones because I think there's a sixth and a seventh, might be an eight by now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I haven't watched any of those. I don't know if they're any good or not, or even if Trent Hogg is still playing Killjoy or whatever. But yeah, so that's where we are up to five anyway. Um, you can probably, I mean, it's not that you wouldn't be able to stomach watching them because you've seen far worse than even the first one of these. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, and I, I don't mean like gross or anything. I just mean from a production standpoint. You know? mm-hmm. Um. So if you feel like watching all of them, you can. But you could probably skip the first two and jump into where it establishes itself as being a no, comedy. You know? I don't skip. Because, okay. I, I, like I said, I think it's number three is pretty much where it kind of found itself or mm-hmm. at least established itself as to what it was going to be from there on. But, um, yeah, so... And those are all on... I, I can't remember if they were freebie or if they were... Straight Amazon, but either way, they're on Amazon right now. And if you do wind up springing to watch the further movies, let me know how they are. No, I will not. <laughs> you're going to have to pay for it. I'm not going to pay for it. <laughs> well, you're going to pay for it. Oh, you're I'm not. Gonna pay all right. I'm not paying for it. You're paying for a lot. Well, yeah, I am. I'm, I was raised Catholic, remember? I don't know if that joke is the joke you think it is. Oh, it's not a joke, Mike. I, I wish it was. You're a joke. I feel like it sometimes. Dear God, they've made a new Fletch movie. Mm-hmm. Is that Ham? Playing Fletch? It is Ham! Playing Fletch? Uh-huh. Huh. He ain't no Chevy Chase. Uh, Chevy Chase isn't a Chevy Chase. Well, I guess. Yeah, you're right. It's supposed to be really good. Huh. They said it's a lot more like the book. Oh, okay. It still has that dry humor. Gotcha. Uh, okay, I could see him pulling that off. Huh? Sure. Um. You should rent it and then put it on the Underhills tab. Get it? No. That was from the original movie. I don't remember. Anyway. Oh, speaking of stuff I didn't know was made, I, I saw a movie with uh, Mila Jovovich in it the other day. Mm-hmm. And I, I went to look up just because I was curious. I hadn't seen her much of anything recently. And <laughs> she, was it the fifth element? No, no. It was a newer movie. It had Emma Roberts in it. Something, uh, Paradise, I think it was called. Mm, never heard of it. It's kind of a weird Stepford Wives twist, but in the future. And not actually robots. And something else weird that I can't explain, because I don't understand it. But um, but I was like, oh, I'd never heard of it. And it was like a year or two old. I was like, I'd never heard of this. I wonder what else she's been in recently. And so I looked up, and she's been in a handful of movies that seems like I would like them, but I didn't. I've never heard of them before. Like... Of course, I again, I didn't know they were doing a new Fletch movie either. So I, I'm not the most observant fella, I guess. Yeah. I was going to tell you that, but this makes it, makes me sound mean. 
that doesn't make you sound mean. I mean, you just, you are. Oh, dear. Um, yeah. Anyway, so just wanted to up, update you on the Killjoy there. You know. Thank you. Because, uh... That's news I can use. It turned out to be more interesting than I thought they'd be. They sound terrible. I mean, they are. <laughs> but at the same time, they're not they are not terrible enough that I didn't watch them all. They're better, probably better than your average Polonia Brother movie. I'm going to say yes. Okay. And again, like, like I said, I mean, they, each movie technically gets better anyway. So they're like, they're not incompetently made or anything. Even the first one's not really incompetently made. It's just some weird choices of stuff. And I, somebody who I think was really enamored with whatever special effects I had available at the time. Mm-hmm. Like showing you stuff in, in like uh, with skipped frames, so it's jerky and stuff like that. Like I, I just didn't understand some of the choices. But um, we just watched Planet of the Vampires. That really old movie. Mm-hmm. Mario Baba. I haven't seen that in a long time. It's got interesting, like really pretty set work, as I recall. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. They, uh, An interesting costuming. Very interesting costuming. So interesting they used it in the first X-Men movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. Spoiler, there are no vampires in Planet of the Vampires. I guess they're mental vampires. Yeah, aren't they like psychic vampires? Not really. They're more like pod people. They they they're parasites. They take you over. They're not vampires. Hmm. You can invite them in though. <laughs> that's also not true. No, you did mentally. Oh, that's true. You did have to want it, or or at least agree to it. Yeah. Faced. I uh, oh. Hey, that's available on Amazon right now. Oh, you should watch that. I think that's how we watch. I think I will watch it. It's kind of dull. Not one of his best movies. It's, I mean, it's been a number of years since I've seen it. I think when I was back in like 2014 or something when I was going through an Italian director kick. And I was watching like all of Fulci stuff and Baba stuff. Well, not all of Baba stuff because... Some of his stuff I just don't really care for either. Not my genre. Yeah. Not my genre. Because he would do some, like, what, I don't know what you call them, like, sexy comedies. Well, no, I mean, some of those I've seen there. They're all right, too. They're just, like, silly, funny, nudie movies. Okay, I can't really think of a Baba movie I haven't liked off the top of my head. Anyway, so is Planet of the Vampires like, uh, sort of like Life Force? Uh, if they never leave the place that they find the aliens, yeah. <laughs> All right. It's a toned down Life Force. Yeah, well, it's 
hard in comparison to not be a toned-down life force. That's true. Because that life force goes pretty hard. <laughs> it is. It's over the top, baby. Mm-hmm. It's a... Uh, what's that? Well, yeah, that, that, that was a stolen movie, right? Over the top? Yeah, it was a stolen movie. I was trying to think of a, another phrase like that. But, uh, yeah, you know, what else is new, man? Nothing. I'm trying to get ready to go to Memphis tomorrow. What time you leave? In the morning. Sweet. I'm not telling you everything. You'd be tracking me. Oh, I'm tracking you. I got your phone bugged. You're on the list. phone bugged. Yeah, you're on the list, man. I don't want my phone bugged. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I don't like that. Paradise Hills. That was the name of that movie with Emma Roberts and Milo Jovovich. And, uh, yeah. That one wasn't bad, by the way. Even if it was kind of a, I don't know, you know, rip-off. Don't lie to me. Tired of being lied to by you. Um, okay. Um, I fell for one of those things where they, somebody's not actually in a movie, but they say they are, and, like, to, for promotional purposes. Was it Kristen Krug? No, it was Jackie Chan. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, he, he was technically in the movie in the opening credits, and he was the choreographer and I believe director. Mm. It's called 36 Crazy Fists. Whoa, that's a lot of crazy fists. That is a lot of crazy fists. That might be too many crazy fists. Actually. I'm not sure I saw that many fists. Those, <laughs> there, those, that many crazy fists need some, you know... Gloves. Better help or something. Manicures. Need to call a therapist. Possibly. Hand cream. But it, um, yeah, so I, and it was alright. It was really goofy. I watched this. It's from 83 or 82. And the version they had on Amazon was dubbed. And for some reason, half the people have Cockney accents. What? <laughs> and. Not the dubbing I was expecting. Um, no, it wasn't what I was expecting either. I, I guess because it's a Hong Kong movie? No, that doesn't even explain it. I don't know. I don't know why. Um, and then it also had wacky, like, vaudeville comedy music and, and effects in it. <clears throat> like, wacky, wah, wah. wacky the, D? Like, just, yeah, wacky, wacky. Did I also mention that I could dance? Uh, you did not. It's Wacky D from CB4. Was that the one that had sweat of my balls on it? <laughs> I think so. I think so, yeah. I remember that song. Wacky D. Sweat of my balls. Um, but yeah. <laughs> speaking of uh speaking of that's press rock movies, uh uh what is it? Oh he um I saw a 
I flipped past, there's a, a Jimi Hendrix biopic, and I couldn't take it seriously because the guy playing Jimi Hendrix was Pootie Tang. Really? <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's pretty weird. Yeah. Um. I mean, it sucks that nobody thinks of him as whatever actor he is. <laughs> it's He's Pootie Tang. Has he... Well, obviously he's been in other stuff, but <laughs> who is that actor? I don't know his name. That's the problem. I'm looking him up. He's Pootie Tang. Oh, that was a Louis C.K. movie. Which one? Pootie Tang. Yeah. Weird. I don't know. I, I remember that movie coming out. <clears throat> I mean, how, how could you miss a movie with that name? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I didn't know anything about it. Lance Crowther. Mm. Is Pootie Tang. Mm. <laughs> what else has he been in? Anything I've seen? Oh, he's been in a lot of stuff, dude. Pootie Tang's dad died in a freak accident. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. He's <laughs> His dad died in a freak accident. He's at work and a gorilla jumps out and kills him. I do not remember that. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen this movie. Oh, it's so fucking funny. <clears throat> and what was the name of the the Jimi Hendrix thing? Because I'm not seeing him listed for anything that, that looks like that anyway. Is that being a racist to somebody else? I don't know. Probably like Eric Balfour or something, because Eric Balfour looks like that dude. I always thought Eric Balfour looked like um, uh, Humpty a little bit. Really? What? Seriously? Well, without the nose. Yeah. If I'm thinking of the right person, anyway. Um... Yeah. Anyway. I wonder if that's on Amazon. Pootie Tang, I mean. I'll have to look that up. Um, I was being a racist. Holy shit. You were just mixing up faces. I mean... It's like how I always get that... Well, we had that conversation about those... uh, Oh, what's his name that played the Punisher and, and the other guy that looks like him? Or that I say looks like him? Oh, well, those guys really look like each other. Well, that's what oh, I'm saying. This guy does look like... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you this picture. What's the movie called? It's called Hendrix. Who's the guy playing Hendrix? The guy playing Hendrix is named... Uh, Wood Harris. Oh. I'm sending you the picture right now. Is that the 2000 TV movie? It's a TV movie, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see this guy. He looks like him, right? They're not dissimilar. <laughs> he looks more like Pootie Tang than he does Jimi Hendrix. I'll give you that, yeah. <laughs> um... So, 
Andre 3000 looks way more like Jimi Hendrix than this guy. I was just going to ask, that I don't know. There was some, I can't remember what it was. There was a movie I was watching not that long ago that had a, a Hendrix in it. It was that new uh, Bill and Ted. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The only thing that bothered me about that is how Jimi Hendrix is a way better guitar player in that movie than he actually probably was in real life. Well, that's, I mean, that's the thing about Hendrix, though. You're not really listening to Hendrix for the technicality. <laughs> but, I mean, that can be said for a lot of people. I mean, you don't listen to, like, uh, uh, David Gilmore for the technicality. Yeah, but there's a there there's a difference between that and then you hear some that guy play something. You're like, uh, there's no way Jimi Hendrix ever would be able to play that. If he was still alive, he might be able to play like that by now. <laughs> I mean, he would have had a lot more practice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, everything's coming up Hendrix. So, um, remember I told you a while back I broke a tremolo system? Mm-hmm. I managed to fix that. You did? Yeah. Congratulations. And now my refrigerator water dispenser is broken. And I have to try to fix that now. Are they connected? No, I'm just not pointing out things that are broken that I've been having to try to fix. Yeah. Oh, I don't really care about it. I know. You don't like fixing things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear about your problems. You've never liked fixing things yourself. I hate fixing things myself. I I uh I went I fixed um the faucet on my kitchen sink was loose. Yeah. So I got under there and I tightened it up, but I was barely able to fit under there, so I was only able to tighten it so much cuz my hands only reached so far. And they're all big and stuff. And uh, so now it's already loose again. What you need is a basin wrench. I don't know what that is. It's a specially made wrench for getting behind basins. Like, the you know, your sink. So that you can tighten parts of the faucet and stuff. It's basically like it's got this little head on it that flips at a 90 degree angle. And it's mm. got kind of like a rat, sort of a ratchety teeth kind of thing. So that... When you turn it one way, it locks in and grips it, and then when you turn it the other way, it lets it go so you can, you know, keep turning it. Hmm. And, uh... How much would you say one of those costs? Um, I bought one a number of years ago, and it was under 20 bucks. Why don't you send one to me? <laughs> It'd be far quicker for you just to go get one from the hardware store, man. Mm. Or order it from Amazon, for that matter. You could have it in two days. I'm going out of town. Well, have them deliver it to the con. How about... How about I come to your house and fix your yes. sink for you, is what you're going to say. Yeah. <laughs> and my response to that so would be... That it's, so that it's fixed and ready for me when I get home. And my response for that would be pound sand, fella. Pound sand? Yeah. Where are you, from the 40s? Yeah, see? I bet your dad never even said that. Maybe. Maybe he... He probably no. He he probably never did. Yeah, he was way cooler than you. Yeah, he he would have just told you to fuck off. <laughs> he would have punched you in the face. 
Uh, he did once. Like, why? I don't want to hear about your your family squab. <laughs> but uh, you know, he might he might have told you to get bent if he was feeling like he was being Pound polite. Sand. Pound sand, fella. Like something Sam Raimi would have Peter Parker say. Yeah. Wait, he, I think he probably did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be an appropriate quip for that fight. Yeah. Um. Well, I could have told you to take a short walk off a long pier. Or, no, sorry, long walk off a short pier. That's what I was. Or, uh. Yeah, I can't think of any other old timey. Stuff like that. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! It's your boy. It's your boy. Um. Yeah. So you looking forward to the con this weekend? Uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to driving for ten hours. You mean riding in the passenger seat while Julie drives for ten hours? Uh, I don't think she's gonna let me do that. <laughs> when it comes to going to Memphis, I, she usually makes me drive. All right. That's a pretty straightforward drive, though, isn't it? It is. From Chicago, I mean? It is. It's long and it's boring. Yeah. But, yeah, it's been, you know, two years since they've had the show. and Wow. Yeah, I guess it makes it's sense. It's easily going to be twice as big as it ever was. They've doubled the floor on guests and stuff. Cool. And, um, yeah, it's just... Uh, I'm in a different headspace. I mean, I'm glad to go down there, but it's definitely more of a go in, do the show, get out, rather than go to Memphis and also there's a show there. Oh, I see. You're not really planning on, like, hitting record stores or anything? I never do when I'm there anyway, but... uh, It used to be a reason to go visit family and stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, and I'm, I still am, but we're going to like, we're going to drive to Arkansas afterwards and see my family there. Mm, gotcha. So, uh, is your brother still living down there? He is in Jackson, yeah. Oh, okay. But I haven't talked to him in like two years. Oh, really? Yeah. I guess he figured out he couldn't get any more money out of you. <laughs> well, I mean, I helped. But I, I said, don't talk to me until you don't ask me for money. Right. That That is the kind of thing that could put a fellow off. Yeah. You told him to go pound sand. I told him to go pound sand. <laughs> I'm, yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, I woke up actually earlier this week. I woke up and I was like, huh, that's weird. I have a brother. I forgot about that. I, weirdly enough, I mean, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Not, not, I mean, I don't, Because not, I've never heard of your brother, so. Right, it's not that I have a, I don't mean my brother, but like my extended family. I, I sometimes forget that I have them. Mm-hmm. Um. Trank has a brother. Trank has a brother. Wait, really? Yep. No. No, his name is Winnie the Pooh Crank. And then there's Eeyore Crank. Eeyore Crank and Tigger Crank. And Piglet Crank. Piglet Crank. And don't forget uh, Kanga Crank. 
Kanga Crank. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about Kanga and Rue. Crank War. Uh, yeah, you know. I'm Crank. Look at me. Um. So, <laughs> that reminds me. So, Oni is going to relaunch an ongoing Rick and Morty comic in okay. 2023. Okay. Um, Are you writing it? No, no. Um, but before they do that, they, they're doing an issue 100. You know, 100 issues Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Which, I could have swore we, I mean, technically with all the side stuff and all that, I thought we hit 100 a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So, I, don't, I don't know. Anyway. And, um, side stuff doesn't count. If it's a book. Well, yeah, but they, I mean, they canceled the regular ongoing a long time ago, and it's just been a series of sh- shorts yeah. since then. Mm-hmm. And then also, like like I said, like presents stuff, which are like 30-page one-offs about... The next character. issue of Battle Pug I do, I'm just going to put 100 on it. You should. Or go back to the 90s and make it an issue zero. Mm. Or an ash can. No, nobody will think it's a joke if I do that. If you do issue zero? <laughs> yeah, everybody think I'm being serious. Oh, okay. But how are you going to tell the, about the birth of Battle Pug without an issue zero? Mm. No. I'm yeah. still trying to decide if I want to kill him or not. Kill the pug? <laughs> That's okay, it's comics, he can always come back to life. Uh-huh. If nothing else, you could bring him back. Like we find out after all this time that Battle Pug's actually a she, and, and she had a litter, not a litter. That, puppies. Yeah, puppies. You're fucking things up for me. That was originally the plan. Oh, okay. <laughs> and and uh, Alan always brings it up because that was going to be originally the idea is that Battle Pug died, and then at the end there's this big litter of giant puppies, baby Battle Pugs. Yeah. I mean, that's not far off the whole Groot thing, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, there was a point I was making with the Rick and Morty thing, though, before I got sidetracked. Was, uh, issue 100. Okay, so issue 100's basically it's a clips episode. Okay. Um, with a rapper story, like, you know, like most clips things do. But um, it's funny because. The editor for it was sending stuff out, and she's like, "Here's a fun piece of trivia for everybody. Um, every single one of these issues has been lettered by Crank." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh yeah, I have lettered every Rick and Morty comic except for the first D and D crossover because that was the IDW thing." So yeah, I have the I have that under my belt. That's that's a thing I can be proud of. Is it? I knew you wouldn't let me have it. <laughs> I wouldn't let you have it. You just won't let me have it. Will you? I'm a terrible person. That, 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 just that little bit of pride, man. Come on. I am proud of you. I'm me, always proud of you. Let me have it. Okay, have it. Keep it. Smack it, flip it, rub it down. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, the na na na. Anyway. So yeah. So you're just going to do the con and come home. That's what you're saying. No, I'm going to do the con and then I'm going to go to Arkansas and see my aunt and uncle. Oh, right. 
And then you're going to come home. Then we're going to probably walk around the woods and get bitten by ticks and get Lyme disease and then come home. Well, I guess that's better than getting bit by ticks and having a giant tick erupt out of you. Hmm, about six and a half dozen together. Hmm. Okay. Do any restaurants there serve Arkansas? Oh. I have never heard of that in my law. Like, yes. law. <laughs> my law. Want some Arkansas? <laughs> Give me some Arkansas. Love my mom, I love my paw, I just love old Arkansas. I'm, I'm guessing there's got to be a business there that's called, like, Noah's Arkansas or something. No. Or do they have a... Do, are there any restaurants that have, like, Arkansas? I, I haven't seen that either. Arkansas. Somebody probably done it. Yeah, sure. If you're from there and, and you know... Trying to think of how it phrases. If you're from there and you're giving somebody lip, are you being Arkansasy? No, no, I don't think I do that. No. No. So, what are people from Arkansas called? Arkansians? Yeah, I think Arkansans. Yeah. Arkansans. Yeah. Do they have Arkansans disease? That's dumb. Um, you're right. (laughs) Glad you agree with me. That was dumb. Um, so, alright. Anyway. Joy. I'm lettering some Jim Terry stuff right now. Really? Yeah. Is it, uh, well, he only works on one book. Is it that spooky book? Yeah, the horror western. This one's got a spooky lady with chatter teeth. Chatter teeth? Well, all you can see of her, like she's wearing this white dress with a veily kind of thing. Like a very tattered veily kind of thing. And all you see inside the veil is like blackness, except for these just like teeth. Like chatter teeth, you know? Mm. She pretty Lady Chatterteeth? She's pretty creepy. That's what I'm saying. Lady Chatterteeth's lover? Yes. she got teeth everywhere. Oh, no! That's actually a joke from uh, Joy Killer. Or Killjoy. Oh, really? Yeah. The, uh, the psycho lady clown's name, whose name is Batty Boop, by the way. Batty Boop. Yeah. That's well, just because I watched them all in like a couple of days. I'm trying to share the joy, man. Mm. Feel the joy. Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. Uh, Good vibrations. <laughs> Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> Give me some of that Arkansas. It's hot. Hot slaw. Um... I don't really like coleslaw, personally. Uh, I, I didn't either. But you know what? I I like it on uh, a barbecue sandwich now. I like um, hmm. Asian slaw. Sean is racist and only likes Asian slaw. That's, that's good. What's the difference? It's like vinegary. It's not mayonnaise based. Oh. 
yeah, see, I, I can't figure it out. Like, I really don't like mayonnaise. To the point where it... You can't figure out that you really don't like mayonnaise? I, I can't figure out why, because there's nothing in mayonnaise that I don't like in other stuff or individually. I mean, it's fine not to. But there's plenty of people that don't like mayonnaise. How there are people you, that don't like ketchup. That, I don't understand that. But I don't know how, how I could have possibly grown up in the Midwest and not like mayonnaise. It's like a staple. They put it on stuff automatically. Hell, they they put it on. There's one restaurant around here that puts it on uh, uh, chicken teriyaki and stuff. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Why don't you chill out? Mayonnaise is great on chicken What'd you say? Mayonnaise is great on chicken teriyaki. Uh, mayonnaise is not great on anything. Ew. Yeah. I used to think it was, I don't know, just gross looking, but. It is kind of gross looking. Of course, I I used to think, for the longest time, I wouldn't eat cauliflower because I thought it was gross looking. It was like banicula came through and sucked all of the juice out of a head of broccoli or something, you know? Yes. So I like, I wouldn't even try it. And then finally I broke down and just tried it, and it was alright. Banicula? Yes. I tried Banicula. Most people won't read it, but... Oh, no, I mean I've roasted him. No, you ate Banicula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you become a vampire if you eat a vampire rabbit? Huh, good question. Is Banicula actually a vampire? Yeah. I don't remember ever finishing those books. He was a vegetarian vampire. Hmm. You know, the cartoon was on many times as a child, and I still don't think I ever watched it. I don't remember if I watched the cartoon or not. Yeah, there was. It was one of those, like, it was, remember the OG Read More, we make books into cartoons? They were they were in the, the last on the schedule every Saturday morning. Yeah, I remember OG Read More. Huh. First book was published in 79. 79? Yeah. Weird. I'm, I'm, I've never read it as an adult. I just remember reading it as a kid. <clears throat> well, I'd have questions if you read it as an adult. <laughs> I remember the third book, too. The Celery Stalks at Midnight. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And the second book's called Howl a Day End. <laughs> oh, I never, I never saw that. I, <clears throat> I haven't either, and I don't know the rest of these sequels either. But I remember the Celery Stalks at Midnight. <clears throat> oh, okay, so yeah, that animated TV thing, it was a Ruby Spears production from 82. Mm-hmm. I know it existed. You don't have to tell me. Uh, Okay. Oh, in 2022, somebody did a graphic novel of it. I don't recognize the people's names that worked on it, and it doesn't say who published it. (laughs) Thank you, Wikipedia. But anyway, (laughs) the celery stalks at midnight. (laughs) That's funny. 
It is. Yeah, it is. That shit's fucking funny. Anyway. So, uh... Yeah, I don't know, man. I think I'm out of stuff. Just been working on things. I tried to be on time yesterday and Skype screwed me. You were, yeah. You were trying to be on time. I'm proud of you. Damn you, Skype. Damn you. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, I've just been, when I get a chance, I've been picking and grinning, you know. Picking! <laughs> I hate it when you say that. <laughs> but I laugh, so. Yeah, it's encouraging. Uh, I figured out how to play the bass line from that New Order song, the Age of Consent. Yeah, that Rickenbacker sounds really good playing it. <laughs> you still hate it? I, I didn't hate it, I'm just not... Oh, I think you said you hated it. No, I, I think... Pretty sure I'm not uh, overreacting. I'm pretty sure I'm saying it verbatim. I was but... letting letting the price of the object cloud my objective view of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think, or at least overly influence my view of it. More expensive is better. Well, that should be that way, right? (laughs) But then, you know... We are conditioned to think that. Way back in the day, if you bought a Jaguar, it spent most of the time in the garage, and those things were pretty pricey. So I guess more expensive wasn't gooder. Loud is more good. Loud is more good. That's a JHS pedals thing. Oh. Um, they, they've been doing this thing on that show the past couple of weeks. They have a, a new segment where they D and D like kind of play a D and D game, but for a gig. Like one of the guys starts out with like no equipment, and he has to roll for equipment and, and stuff like that. Oh, interesting. And then they do like a fake gig and whether or not he actually succeeds at it and, and they roll for stuff. That's interesting. It's weird. That's <laughs> what it is. It's really weird. Mm, kind of funny. Um, but like, you know, the last one was like an hour and a half long. Well, how, D&D takes a long time. I know. I know. All their shows are long. Um, not all of them. What is this? It's a guitar pedal uh, uh, show on YouTube. Don't care. See? Sean doesn't care. Well, yeah, I understand. What's that one called? I love her. Sean's into Emily Hopkins. Who's Emily Hopkins? She's the harp player that uses pedals. Oh, she was on the JHS show. Yeah, she's been on there. Yeah. That was uh, like a month or two ago she was on there. Um, pedals. Pedals are fun, though. I like pedals. Uh, <laughs> I doesn't like pedals because he, he likes baking it. <laughs> what did you just say? 
You would rather buy a big box that makes all the fake noises of a pedal. How dare you! Than a real pedal. How dare you! Yeah, he bought a small box. That was my cell phone. He bought a small How box that does it. He didn't dare buy you even suggest that? You're a pedalist. You mean like... I am not a pedalist. You're an anti-pedalite. I am not. I... You mean like your boss, Katana? My boss... Yeah, that's the thing. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Because not only do I... Not only do I have, like, simulated pedals... It is the pe- I have all of the pedals. They're in one amp. Made by the same company that makes the pedals. Fake. They're not fake. It's the same thing. Well, they're not the same thing. Some are digital and some are analog. How dare you? And, you know, the op amps and stuff are going to be different. How dare you? What you have is a closely modeled simulation of pedals. How dare you? That doesn't mean to say that they don't sound like the original pedals. I'm just saying How it's not the dare same. Dare you? This elitist mentality. You're an anti-pedalite. I am not an anti-pedalite. I am pro streamline. I've got enough guitars. I don't need to have a a shelf full of pedals like everybody on YouTube. It's true, you do have a lot of guitars. Do you have a shelf? You shut up! You have easily three times as many guitars as I do. So? (laughs) I do not have a shelf of pedals. I have boxes of pedals. If I had space to put a shelf for pedals, I I might do that. Because then they would all be there, and I could just look and say, which one do I want, and just grab it, instead of having to read the box or... Unfortunately, a couple of boxes aren't marked with what's actually in them, so I have to rummage to find the right pedal. And it kind of forces me to remember what pedals I have. I came across a pedal the other day I didn't know I had. (laughs) Or I didn't remember having, I guess I should say. I was like, ah, look at that. I got a phaser. (laughs) When I buy that? (laughs) It was kind of funny. You had to be there. No, I didn't. Well, you should have been there. I'm already emailing them, I'll leave. You're emailing what? And then I'm going to leave. Oh, where are you leaving to? I'm going to pack up my stuff in my car and go home. So soon? Yes. Fine. Yes. We've talked for our hour. Fine. God. I mean, jeez, dude. Look, you. Don't have a cow, man. I'm going to have a cow. Whoa. See? You getting violent on me? Yeah. That was me slamming that door. That wasn't Sean at all. Dang. Dang. I did it with my mind. You throw a mind bullet at it? Uh-huh. Mind bullets! Crash and burn, baby. Crash and burn. So, uh... Yeah. Do we have any email? Yes. Okay.
Captain Wright, Captain Colin Wright. Hi, chaps. I don't have COVID, but I am big and beardy. <laughs> well, maybe it's the beard. It's keeping the COVID away. At the end of August, I took a trip to Las Vegas. It was totally awesome. I attended a Star Trek convention while I was there, met a load of strange New Worlds cast. But the highlights were meeting Jonathan Frakes, Baltar from Battlestar Galactica, and John Noble. That guy's still alive? Baltar? What do you mean, still alive? Wait, from the old Battlestar Galactica? No, well, I don't know. He doesn't say, does he? That's true, he doesn't say. I'm sorry, my brain went back straight to the 70s one. Uh, I sang the Ozzy Soap classic Home and Away theme to him, and he was amused. <laughs> okay. Oh, maybe he means the newer Dr. Baltar. Yeah, that's what I thought he meant. Okay, yeah, that would make more sense. All right. On the plane, I watched everything everywhere all the time. I don't think it's called the all at once. He watched the... Uh what? The, the, the Russian copycat movie. The uh, one starring Jackie Chin. Mm-hmm. It was great, a little long, and the dildo scene made me burst out loud with a massive snort laugh, waking up everyone on the plane who were trying to sleep. I did not know about the scene. Thank you for spoiling it. I still haven't watched it yet. It's in my, I rented it and it's in my queue. But I, I, I want to watch that movie. I don't just want it to be on while I'm working. Yeah. So I haven't had time yet. We're going to kill you, Colin. Oh, it doesn't matter. So you know no. there's a dildo in the movie. Well, I do now. Well, I mean, there, you can assume there's probably dildos in every movie. Mm, why? Because you just... That's a weird thing to assume. Just because you don't see them doesn't mean they're not there. You mentioned a Nicolas Cage film last week. Did you mean The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent? If so, you should see it. It's a brilliant film with some fantastic acting between Cage and The Mandalorian. <laughs> Doesn't even bother to use the guy's real name. It does look really funny. Yeah? Um, I still haven't seen it yet, but yeah, I, I want to because it does look really funny. Uh, looking forward to catching up with Mike and Julie at Thought Bubble in November. I thought I would prefer if... Although I prefer if he doesn't hunt me down, most dangerous game style. I make no promise. Have a lovely week. Cheers, Captain Cal. Hey, thanks for writing. No promises. You better wear camouflage just in case. When's Thought Bubble? Huh? When is Thought Bubble? November. That's the one in the UK, right? Mm hmm. Cool. Uh, Henry from Denmark writes, Hi, Crank Mike and other neat people. Going straight to the TV talk this week. Oh, okay. The keen-eyed viewer may have noticed there are two gigantic fantasy shows out at the moment. Yeah. Well, and those are pretty much what everybody is talking about. But not me! What's the other one? I don't know. Lord of the Rings and Dragons. What's the Dragons? House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon. Oh, was that the uh, the Game of Thrones thing? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, Sprung on Amazon Freebie. Sprung is the most My Name is Earl show since My Name is Earl. It's about a guy who is released from jail after three decades because of the coronavirus. He has to join a criminal gang in order to have a place to stay. But they're a wacky criminal gang. The show was created by Greg Garcia. That's <laughs> My Name is Earl guy. 
And the two shows are incredibly similar in tone and feel. It is a fun little show that hasn't really gotten a lot of attention. I've never heard of it. I have, just because I've been watching Freebie stuff, so they, I see that commercial on rotation a lot. Okay. That commercial doesn't make me want to watch it, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I'll take your word that you, fi- you find it funny. This is going to hurt on AMC+. Plus. This is a British medical drama about a group of doctors working in one of Britain's underfunded national hospitals and the emotional effects of that. The show is advertised as a drama comedy, but most of the time it felt more like a drama horror to me because of the raw emotion. There have been a lot of great shows out this year, but I don't think anything so far has affected me as much as this did. Huh. Interesting. It's the first I've heard of it. She-Hulk. While I don't quite love this as much as I did Miss Marvel, uh, Iman Balani is a national treasure, but which nation? <laughs> you don't get the claimer, Denmark. Where is she from? I don't know. Maybe she's from Denmark. <laughs> well, maybe he can. <laughs> I think it might be the most consistently good MCU show so far. Also, Madison may be my new favorite Marvel character. Everybody says that. I think she's funny. I don't get it that everybody thinks she's the greatest thing ever, but I, I think she's funny. The idea that she returns from that hell dimension as like a conqueror is hilarious. That's something right out of the Dan Slott comic. That's something he would have written. I'd like to see the show sooner or later. <laughs> um, that is all for this week, but I'm sure I will find more TV talk to, more TV to talk about soon. Henry from Denmark. Thank you, Henrik. Well, hey, thanks for writing. Yeah. Now I'm Frank. Now you're what? I said, now I'm leaving Crank. Okay. I was going to ask, well, yeah, all right, that's fine. What were you going to ask? I was going to ask, like, does anybody have stuff in stores this week? Addison had whatever that was I said last week. Dang it, I don't remember what he said. But Probably he, something about boats. He said he wasn't going to be here this week, so he would mention it last week. Oh, right. So... Go back and listen to the end of last week to find out what Addison has in stores this week. Yeah. Was it barbaric? I don't think it was barbaric. Okay. Well, it might have been. I don't, I don't even know if that's actually a title he works on. Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you'll have to listen to the last section of Smarberic. last week. Um, the only thing I saw on the list that I know I've worked on is... Um, Rick and Morty Crisis on C-137 number two is in stores this week. Number two. Number two. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I guess that's it. Uh, you can reach us at crankcast.com, crankcastgmail.com. Find comic art at cadencecomicart.com. Um, Mike's at ihatemike.com. And there's also battleplug.com. Go reread BattlePug.com with the idea in your head that BattlePug's a girl the whole time. Well, I mean, I changed that. Oh. I mean, there's no hiding it. He's a dog. He doesn't wear underwear, so you see everything. Well, it's not like we ever saw his junk. Yes, you do. Many times. Oh, we do? Yes. Oh, I guess I just never noticed his junk. BattlePug is anatomically correct. 
I never noticed his junk. <laughs> well, I mean, again, it's it would be weird if you were looking for it. I mean, I kind of tune it out because you used to lift a ninja up all the time and try to show me his junk. Yeah, I miss that game. So, <laughs> you kind of draw it like it's a hit or something. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I guess maybe I just tuned it out. Well, go look for Battle Pug's junk. Go look at Battle Pug's junk. And, uh, you know, have a good weekend. If you're in Memphis, go see Mike at the con. Come see me. Go up and give him a big hug. Do not do that. <laughs> do not approach Mike directly. <laughs> do not look at me. Don't make eye contact with Mike. Don't make eye contact. And... You know, make sure you, you hang your food up in a high branch. Yes, well, that's good policy anyway. Well, you really, never know when I might come around. It really is good policy. It is good policy. So I uh, will catch you next week. Goodbye. Bye.